Welcome to Have the Edge podcast for business leaders and entrepreneurs. Every week we share content to add value to you and your business. Today we will discuss a topic that you do not want to miss. Your hosts today are experienced coaches, speakers and trainers from Have the Edge. Please check out business services we offer by visiting www.havetheedge.org. Are you an entrepreneur? Visit our website to subscribe to Entrepreneur Space. As Peter Drucker said, the organizations that succeed will be those that put their employees in a position to be their best. Those that can multiply resourcefulness, intelligence, and problem solving. Organizations tend to find smart and talented people and then promote them into management. But many of these people cling to their own capabilities and fail to see and use the full genius of their team. They may be smart leaders, but they shut down the smarts of others and have a draining or diminishing impact. These diminishers come at a high cost because they waste the talent and intellect of team members. They get less than half of the capability of people around them, which is tragic. Diminishers also cut the intelligence and capability of the organizations in half at a time when we need leaders who can do more with fewer resources. So Alejandro, hello. Let's talk about what are the vital few differences between intelligence diminishes and intelligence multipliers, and what impact do they have on organizations? Well, uh, to begin with, uh, diminishers and multipliers do many things alike. For example, they are both customer focused. They have both good business acumen, and they consider themselves thought leaders. And those three things are very important. Now, diminishers tend to assume that people will never figure this out without me. As a result, they tend to tell others what to do, uh, make decisions themselves, create pressure, and micromanage the details to ensure performance. All the while, underutilizing the talent that they've brought into the organization. Now, the miniatures include, number one, empire builders who hoard and underutilize talent. Number two, tyrants who create anxiety and suppress thinking. Three, know-it-alls who tell people what to do. Number four, decision makers who make isolated decisions. And five, and lastly, micromanagers who take over who control what they get, and perhaps they don't know it, but what they get is less than half of people's capabilities. Often management practices that they thought to be empowering were actually limiting or restricting employees from using the intelligence that they had. Their intent was quite different than their impact. Okay, thank you, Alejandro. So let's talk a little bit about multipliers. 
Yes, well, multipliers, on the other hand, uh, they believe that people are smart enough to figure everything out. And this thinking leads to a great course of action because these, uh, uh, these, they look for valuable talent in others. They give people space to think and instill accountability, which commands people's best thinking and best work. Also, they ask the challenging questions that unlock thinking and generate possibilities. Multipliers include, number one, talent magnets, who attract and optimize talent. Number two, liberators, who create intensity that requires people's best thinking. Number three, challengers, who extend challenges to others. Number four, debate makers, who debate before deciding. And number five, investors who instill ownership and accountability. What they get is twice the capability from people. And that is absolutely remarkable, Anna. I couldn't agree more. It is truly remarkable. And many managers do not know this. So yes, multipliers don't just get a little more. They get vastly more. In terms of impact across companies and industries, Multipliers accessed employees' capabilities. Now get this, accessed employees' capabilities 1.97 times more than diminishes. That's almost twice as much, which is what is amazing about this. So in other words, leaders who are multipliers essentially double the intellectual power of their workforce for free. Imagine what your organization would be like if everyone led like a multiplier and succeeded in getting the team to apply the full range, not half a range, the full range of its intelligence and capabilities to solving problems. Just imagine that for a moment. Quite amazing. So let's recap the behaviors the multipliers display. Number one, multipliers are talent magnets. They look beyond their own capabilities to see the capabilities or genius in others. And then they utilize people so that they can make the greatest contribution they can. Yes, and also, Anna, uh, multipliers are liberators. And what do we mean by that? Well, they strip the stress and fear from their organization and create an intense environment that requires people's best thinking and work. They keep the pressure on but they make it very safe to make mistakes. The result is a climate that is intense without being tense. I love that. Intense without being tense. Very well said. I'd say number three is multipliers are challenges. So what that means is instead of telling people what to do, they show them what they can do. They seed opportunities and let people discover needs for themselves. Then they lay down challenges that cause people to stretch their capabilities. Sure. And number four, multipliers are debate makers. Instead of making decisions themselves and leaving other people in the dark, 
they engage people, they connect with people uh, in discussing high stakes decisions upfront. And this leads to decisions that people understand first, and then they can execute efficiently. As you were speaking, I was thinking to myself, I can think of a few of those who are diminished <laughs> in that particular area. So number five, multipliers are investors and not the investors that you're thinking about. What that means is that instead of micromanaging, they give other people ownership of the results mm -hmm. and they invest in the capability and success. So here's food for thought. Which one are you? Which one is your manager? Are they multipliers or are they diminishers? And most importantly, how do you become a multiplier? Well, Anna, uh, you hit the bull's eye because those are absolutely great questions. Now, first and foremost, uh, you need to assess the situation using a comprehensive 360 degree perspective and you need to conduct reviews then put together a coaching and training plan, implement the plan and review it regularly to assess the progress. Exactly. And to do this, you have to look no further than Have the Edge. Contact us by emailing info at havetheedge.org. Yes. And, and also, if you have not done it yet, please check our Terrific Teams ebook which is all about team dynamics and how to put together a highly performing team. And as a multiplier, uh, that is what you really want for your team in 2021 and beyond is to be the leader of a terrific team. Take the opportunity and download that ebook today. Don't wait another minute. Bye-bye for now. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Have the Edge podcast. Please leave us a rating and a review. Visit our website at www.havetheedge.org to explore our business and entrepreneurial services. If you have any queries, please email info at havetheedge.org and to keep up to date, please follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram.